Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hello, Mr. Kelly. How are you? doing great you're getting your facebook live all set up yeah i sure is yeah well i was busy looking at snapchat <laughs> like a teenager over here yeah well anyway hey it's motor mouse ken willis goblin kelly in the uh on the uh in the friendly confines of the news journal in daytona beach florida little annex of daytona beach florida technically uh, well technically we're in daytona beach in reality we're in holly hill but anyway we don't like to we don't like to brag so we are going to uh, talk about in 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 the in Annapolis, as AJ calls it. We're going to talk about uh, re- revisit Brickyard 400, 400. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's happened to Casey Kane. Goblin has some news on the uh, potential uh, restrictor plates going widespread, wall to wall, almost next year. Is that good or bad? We'll discuss. Uh, we got a little Jamie McMurray news, and oh. We got another departure. It's a sad one. We're gonna have. We'll, we'll be uh, talking about that uh, during the Motor Mouse podcast, and then at the end, at nearly the very end, Mister Kelly, we will each write down who we think is going to win the championship, <laughs> and we will disclose uh, that now, and then we'll pretend nobody heard us in a f- few weeks when our picks go to go to slop. Yeah, and then at the very end, of course, we'll play the birthday game, which everybody loves. And we'll get to all that right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. What do you know? Mr. Kelly, what do you know? What do you I know? I feel very uncomfortable with you Facebooking me like that with that, that camera. Well, but I'm, I no, I feel like Tiger Woods, man. You got the camera right, right in my face. It's cool. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to maneuver the camera. Right. Just keep take talking. your time. No, you take your time. Keep talking. No, dead air is magic. Oh, Be it a podcast, radio. Oh, there's my finger. Uh, no chance. Yeah. This is not going to work. Yeah, it's working. That's an otter box? That's what they call it? <laughs> Why do you think they... Is it made from otter? Yeah, it's made from otter skin. Is it? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. It's uh, remarkably like heavy duty plastic. It's amazing. Let's talk about uh, Indy and the Brickyard before we get to that 2019 rules package news that you have. Well, you know, um, I know a guy that uh, was up there at Indianapolis. Yeah. Thought it'd be a good idea to make a return <laughs> engagement. It'd been what about ten years? You remember the last time you and I both went? Uh, I think it was about ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, so I went up, made a big weekend of it, uh, stayed downtown, and when you and I were going there for several years, we stayed out in the suburbs. You know. The burbs. We were out there at a little uh, Motel 6 or a little uh, Microtel or whatever it was It called. was pretty close it to was, the airport, wasn't it? I, I believe you may be right, but yeah. we were uh, we were kind of out in the outskirts a little bit. But uh, we didn't spend hardly any time downtown. And let me tell you something. that uh, Downtown Indianapolis is, uh, is quite a place. It's very nice. It's, it's The people are friendly. It's walk-friendly. It's not big. It's easily walkable, and it's got all the advantages that you would find in a modern, um, you know, metropolitan area. Right. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Well, plus they have White minus Castle. A, yeah, oh, and a White Castle. <laughs> minus, I mean, you can't get a crap game back in the alley, but you can get just about anything else you want. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it's one of them places where they have, you know, like everywhere else now, they got a lot of craft beer oh, warehouses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, they've got a couple. This is a pet peeve of mine. When you go into a craft beer joint. Right. Throw me at least one tap that has Bud Light or Miller Light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me, Give me one domestic Bud Miller tap ultra yeah for those of us who don't want to drink a liquid meatloaf basically <laughs> so anyway other than that that was my only gripe that was my only gripe but uh, but that was uh, i was livable i sucked it up and found the lightest pilsner they had and pretended it was uh you know the king of beers yeah like I am. i enjoy drinking the occasional beer but i don't know the differences my my children uh, my two youngest in their twenties. They're uncomfortably familiar with that. They're. It's like. It's like going to culinary school. Yeah, yeah. I don't, they're like this. I'm one, not into all that. Yeah, this one has a citrus. Yeah, if you're this. taking time to learn, you're not drinking enough. If yeah. you're taking time to learn what all the ingredients. Yeah. Are. So I just, bottoms up, son. I just like the a nice clean cold beer. There you That's go. it. Uh, how about Denny Hamlin? Let's start with that. That was funny. He he had the Brickyard one. He had it. First of all, it rained, you know, it rained and rained and rained and rained. They, they finally ran it. I mean, it it was crazy, and they finally well, ran it Monday. It, it, it rained from Thursday to Sunday, yes, right? Exactly. Okay. Did. Yes, it did. And and Hamlin had that thing won, but a late yellow flag cost him and gave help Brad Keselowski helped launch him to his second straight win. Right. And and now he enters the playoffs on a uh, literally on a roll. And figuratively on a roll. And uh, the great comment from Denny Hamlin afterwards about those cautions, you will relive that for us right now. What did he say, and what do we make of it? Uh, he said, and I quote. And I quote. Should I use your voice? You do whatever you want. All right. So this is Denny Hamlin after. Yeah. Uh, Late race Land, caution. Landon, Landon Castle and Jeffrey Earnhardt had crashed. Yeah, Landon White Castle. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, quote, what I needed was not having meaningless guys in the back wreck. I don't know what they're doing crashing with a couple laps to go. Multiple laps down. Meaningless. Well... That's a that's a bit of a 
sounds a tad elitist when you say <laughs> that's kind of somebody did that a few weeks ago where they were kind of bad mouthing the guys who uh oh it was somebody who bad mouthed ricky stenhouse and I basically referred to him as a mid-pack guy. Yeah. And I, God, I'm drawing a blank on who that was. I I'm going to guess it was Kyle. It was yeah, Kyle. It yeah, was Kyle. Yeah, okay. Good guess. Educated guess. Good guess. Good um, game. Good game. Yeah, I think good. it's kind of poor form when these guys who happen to be good racers but also in good equipment want to badmouth those who either aren't quite as good as them or don't have the equipment that they're in. Right. And uh, – yeah, you know, I, I think that's bad form, and I think it could be remedied pretty easily if somebody decided they wanted to remedy remedy that. Right. But I don't know that it's ever been remedied by anyone in the manner that I'm suggesting. Well, um, there could be a remedy. I think that's on our list here. Uh, but um, since we are on indie, yeah, let me. I'm shuffling like crazy here. I hear you. Okay, so. Um, Going into the Indy race, which is uh, race 26, last regular season race. Yep. This That was the race that finalized the, the playoff field. Playoffs, yep. And the two guys that were just hanging on by yep. their fingernails, yep. Alex Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, they got snuck him. in. They mm-hmm. got in. Yep. So uh, you got your 16 guys now. Yeah. Got 16. And, uh, and after three races, that'll be down to? It'll be down to 12. Yep. Yep. And after three more races, it'll be down to? Eight. And then? After four. three more races. Four. They have the final four. The final four go to Homestead. Right. Yep. So, anyway, uh, regular season is over. Who uh, was the champion of the regular season? Well, Kyle Busch was. Well, I'll be darned. And uh, it's always funny because this happened to Martin Truex last year. Yeah. He won the regular season, but he didn't finish that well at Richmond. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, you know, oh, you're the regular season champion. Yeah. Congratulations. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah. <laughs> Where's and, my golf cart? Get me and, to the airport. And the, uh, the trophy they gave was beautiful. Yeah. Nice. It was surprisingly beautiful. I'm sure, did Kyle, I'm sure he had a tear in his eye. <laughs> yes. He thanked them profusely, gave the guy a hug, and said, boy, this is the biggest day of my you know year so far. No, nothing like that. Well, he had a bad race at Indy. Yeah, and is that uh, the type of thing that would put him in a bad mood? Yeah. Oh, that's so. After the race, this is uh, in lieu of uh, audio clips this week. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna do our own clips. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this is uh, Kyle Busch finishing eighth at Indy. Yeah, and um, he's talking about uh, you know the day the race the mm. championship he goes quote quote man that was an ugly day man that was an ugly day one of the ugliest ones we've had here at the brickyard in a long long time yeah that wasn't exactly what we were hoping for or what we wanted yeah i but, never thought i'd miss the clips but it's the day <laughs> that we were given the ham we were dealt yeah yeah well so, poor kyle i'll bake him a ham <laughs> oh wow interesting it's still, it's still going. good am i above it or below it what do i need to do raise up uh, whoa no i'm a uh, shadow there you go cool oh that's better now yeah I'm oh. just, uh, y'all yeah. talk amongst yourself we're trying to figure out the facebook live thing here 
Could, well, you look good. whipped yeah. out his otter box. That's nah, okay. I'm, we're not going to do much more um, of this. Before we move on. My camera's breaking. Uh, Casey Kane. We may never see him race again, huh? Casey Kane. Dehydration issues. Is dehydration the new concussion issue? I think dehydration is the weirdest excuse yeah. for i mean you get dehydrated and they give you an iv and, and re, you recover right yeah, yeah. i mean it's that's what they that during an automobile race yeah but it's after the automobile race yeah but you know so he's going to sit out the next three races and you know what they say when like concussions once you've been dehydrated you're more susceptible to dehydration after that well there's probably a nugget of uh truth in that medical truth in that well i've got my internet phd well phd you remember md (laughs) (laughs) you know uh what happened uh, with rick mass remember him that was a that was carbon monoxide issue yeah and to this day he can't be around too much of that stuff he can't mow his own lawn really yeah that sounds like an excuse to me (laughs) that doesn't sound right yeah i got me some of that carbon monoxide my own self and i i'm hiring out all right uh we're gonna let our facebook live people go so say goodbye wave goodbye be nice all right right. we'll see you later and uh catch us on daytonamotormouths.com uh, talk to me about the what, what we're talking about, the 2019 rules, restrictor plates, and all that. It appears they moved, uh, they ran some restrictor plates in a couple of the Bush Series races this year just to test it out, and they ran restrictor plates at the All-Star Race in Charlotte. Uh, we all know that it's BS in terms of competitive, uh, uh, in terms of the competition, because all it does is more, NASCAR was founded on contrived competition. They write the rule book in a way that sort of equalizes the playing field, and everybody right. plays within them rules. They don't let anybody get too much of an advantage. That's the way it's always been. Uh, but then when you add restrictor plates to that, whatever advantages certain teams have been able to find and certain manufacturers have been able to find, when you add restrictor plates, it sucks away horsepower. It takes away those advantages, and further, it's further contrived competition. It uh, The already tight competition in the histor- historically speaking of auto racing, NASCAR had historically tight competition right. when it came along. Uh, then you, you just multiply that, and it, it further tightens the competition. And it's almost like forcing them to run in a pack, uh, 20, 30-car packs, two-by-two, three-by-three, one row right after another. And uh, we all know it's, it's no way to run a railroad in terms of uh, – competition it's not fair to equalize everybody but what it does do is make you watch the television if you're at home right. or watch the track if you're in the bleachers exactly there's no you don't got you don't have that big spread out car you don't have them spread from hither and yon they're all bunched up you know like they're sitting in a parking lot somewhere and so it keeps the eyeballs on either the tv or the track they don't care if you're at the track not watching the race as long as you bought a ticket they, they don't care if you're sitting there staring at the sun right but they do need people staring at the television sets to continue making billions of dollars on tv contracts now and restrictor plates help them get there they they further that uh, initiative by making the race tighter well creating uh it's more intense and therefore you're more likely to watch that's why more people watch daytona and talladega than the uh, than the average other you know automobile race well how about this how about uh in one of these uh, if they do it and we're not saying they're doing it they're i'm saying they're doing it they're considering it <laughs> i've i've laid it allegedly down. yeah right. allegedly they're doing it um 
So you get Landon Castle or Jeffrey Earnhardt, and they're leading the race yep. because of these rules. Yeah. And then uh, somebody like Denny Hamlin wrecks yeah. and spoils their day. Oh, <laughs> meaningless. <laughs> the meaningless Denny Hamlin ruined my chance to win. I see where wouldn't you're that, going with this. Wouldn't, it be, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. See, like last year, we had Ricky Stenhouse, who had never, you know, he hadn't won anything, a couple of them. He wins a couple of plate races. You have Alston Dillon winning the Daytona 500 this year. Never won anything else, hardly. Uh, what Didn't he win a rain shortened cup race? But anyway, what I'm getting to is you got the plates, you equalize the playing field, you're going you're gonna to have more of those guys winning, and maybe that's not a bad thing. No, it's that's a good just, thing. Uh, that's just an ancillary uh, factor. I think the main factor is to have tight, close quarters racing. Uh, any little wiggle, any little bobble creates the big one, and the big one gets people watching, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always <has>. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we settled that. I think, like, um, you know, in the All Star race, the good teams still finish up front. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to happen. But the the race from start to finish was more interesting because they were racing in a closer group. Um, But in theory, in the All Star race, the All Star race, they were it was full of good teams. You didn't have the back markers in there. the trick is going to be, or the question to have answered is, at these assorted mile-and-a-half tracks, how big will the big freight train be? Uh, we know what it's like when they're drafting at Daytona and Talladega, and the draft is the game at right. Daytona and Talladega. Is the drafting as significant at, say, uh, Charlotte, Texas? Uh, who knows how, where, how far down they're going to go? Are they going to go to Darlington with plates or um, – you know Pocono and Indy, of course, those are big tracks. Uh, so drafting will obviously play a role there. But uh, anyway, but we'll find out. I know that. Yeah, uh, we will well, find out. I, I'm I think, pretty sure. I think Indy is just they've they've got the bullseye on Indy right now yeah, for they that because yeah. they've already done two Xfinity races yep. and their Xfinity races have been really good. Yep. So. Well, it's it's a coming, and uh, and where we're going. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. With you'll get that big time auto racing. You know what you'll get, Mr. Kelly? More that. Happy trails. <laughs> uh, parting, as, as they always like to say, uh, driver so and so and team so and so have agreed to part ways. Yeah. I wish I had a dollar for every time the phrase part ways has been used in a press release. Well, this, this time it's Jamie McMurray's t- turn. Yeah, He's parting, parting the season. This wasn't a press release, so this was, no, uh, was a chip. <laughs> Just Chip was talking to somebody, right? Yeah, he yeah. talked to an AP reporter. Well, and spilt the beans. Well, every it's the, one of the worst kept secrets in the garage. Kurt Busch is going to go to Chip Ganassi Racing next year and replace Jamie McMurray in the old uh, number one. Yeah, the number one. But you know the thing about this is, yeah, um, unlike other drivers who you know it's like okay at the end of the year pack up your crap and yeah. get the hell out of here yeah. you know that kind of thing yeah. um ganassi being the class guy that he is and knowing what mcmurray has done for him over mm-hmm. the years right. um 
he said, you know, well, you're not going to drive. We'll give you a car for the Daytona 500. You're, we're not going to go past that. But um, you can stay in the program yeah. as a consultant or a driver advisor or a right. team manager. You know, you'll play a role with the team. So he's left that on the table. So Jamie Mack, Jay Mack, Jamie Mack. <laughs> Jamie McMurray. Uh, you know what? I've, I've said it like like Larry Mack Reynolds would, uh, would pronounce it. I've said it so often for so long that even when i'm just talking to strangers who i don't know and if that or if his name comes up i refer to him as jamie mcmurray and they look at me like what what part of dothan alabama were you raised in you you uh it just comes out it blurts out right mcdonald's yeah jamie mcmurray uh so He's got to decide if he, A, wants to continue racing, B, if he wants to pull a Casey Kane and go to a, to go to a, uh, yet to, uh, uh, grow a, a, a team that's either a little young or a team that has never really had the finances to run up front. You know, he, he can go run in 25th place week after week after week and beat his head against that wall if he wants to. Or he can accept Chip's offer because chances are slim because the very, very precious few decent teams and cars that will be available uh, basically are already targeted elsewhere. Like uh, Martin Truex Jr. is apparently headed to Stuart Haas to replace, possibly to replace Kurt Busch or perhaps going to joe gibbs to replace daniel suarez right yeah that's a possibility i guess absolutely uh those are different things you've you've seen bandied about levine family racing family racing yeah they may came uh landed this year for his swan song but they may be that uh take the role of the 78 they are looking to buy that uh buy that stuff right yeah yeah they've got a charter right yeah well they what they're thinking is is buy all their stuff just take all the stuff that um barney visser has accumulated over the last decade and move it into their shop and then become that kind of the fifth joe gibbs racing team uh which makes a lot of sense well it's just a rotten shame that a team can't build its own way up that it's structured in a way now where it's just so hard to break in and build a successful team i mean the the 78 team is basically the only one that's done that that for as long as I remember, you know, I can't remember the last time a team started from scratch wow. with nothing. Uh, there's been some teams that started and had a running head start. Uh, I think Gibbs had a running head start when he first came into NASCAR. But uh, for the most part, you're, if you're starting from scratch, it's pretty hard to break oh, into the elite. It's so and hard. it's too hard. So yeah. they need to find a way to, to tweak the business model in a way that makes it a little more possible for somebody to do that. You don't want any fly-by-night coming in and doing it. You want them to have to work their way into it. But right. it just seems like you're just the headwinds are just impossible to navigate. How about that? <laughs> this has been Economics 101. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got Jamie McMurray. Oh, the other news, the other driver departure. Matty D, Matt DiBenedetto. Looks like he's on the way out there at that go fast without the T you racing. Know, I'm wondering if he has been listening to what people have been saying about him. What? Like, you know, he's a 
he's a better driver than the car shows right. and i mean you hear yeah. that a lot i yep. hear it on tv hear it on yeah. radio you yeah. see it in print it's what they said about ross the boss chastain too and i'm wondering if he's not reading his own clippings and listening to this stuff and saying you know what maybe i can do better you know how old are you did you say reading his own <laughs> clippings does anybody yeah. read clippings anymore well That's online <laughs> Go clip something off online for me. I will. Yeah. I can cut and paste Reading anything. His own with the best of God, them. God, it's not like it's something Chris Schinkel used to say in the <laughs> game of the week, you know? Well, I'm afraid he's been reading his own clippings. No, it's uh, how about the PBA championship oh, out of uh, oh. Champaign, Illinois, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Skokie. <laughs> yeah. Hit the Skokie Bolarama. <laughs> Today's stepladder finals, fifth place, Mike Limongello. Yeah, I used to watch that. Absolutely, it was great. Yeah. Fourth place, Mr. Mark Roth. Yeah. It was funny because most of those guys smoked. Yeah. Yeah. Had a bad haircut. Earl Anthony. <laughs> Earl <third>. Anthony. <laughs> Johnny Petraglia in second. And awaiting them in the championship match, the old legend himself, Mr. Dick Weber. <laughs> Joining me today at the Happy Lanes is Nelson Burton Jr. Nelson, what do you think? <laughs> that was great TV. Stepladder finals, man. Yeah. It, was, it was so cool. Yeah. And they'd show the other guys, you know, you got the two main lanes and you had the grandstands with about 80 people. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Packed. And you'd see all, yeah, you'd hear, you'd hear the sound, you know, you'd hear, well, that was a horrible pens. <laughs> I can't, can't imitate pens. And you'd see in the background, go, somebody's bowling over there. And every now and then they'd show, and they'd go over there, there's Dick Weber warming up for the final. <laughs> that was, God, that was good TV. Oh. And those guys, man, they hit that pocket. Unbelievable. Just they live in the pocket. Super and if a guy stars. and if a guy, you know, hit eh, it's a little heavy on the head pin and he'd leave the seven standing way off on the far left. And like every blue moon, if he missed it, didn't get to spare you like, Mom, come watch this. The guy missed it. Dad didn't hit the seven. Watch this. He totally whiffed. Like they never missed. God, it was amazing. I missed that. Uh, where's my time machine? All right, is that it? That's it for you'll get that? Right. Well, we as, talked about as far as Matt, yeah, uh, but we're not. Oh, but he Matt, has, Maddie, Matty D. He, he does bowl. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, sounds like a bowler, Matt De Benedetto. You don't know, you know, you know the two guys. The two guy. guys I know that like bowling and NASCAR. Do you know them? Uh, Richard Petty. Oh, that's right. And Jeff Gordon. I don't think Gordon bowls anymore. He did that for about an hour. He had his own ball and everything. He did. That yeah. was briefly. It was yeah. when, That was his idea of slumming it. They'd go bowling like one night a week down in Palm Beach. Uh, yeah. So that remember that? And then they had their uh, the PR visit that he came. He, yeah. His promotional visit before the July race. Yeah, I remember exactly. Yeah, La Paloma Lanes there in South Daytona. They took us all bowling. And he, uh, you know, he was a decent little. He's a pretty good little country bowler. <laughs> I don't think he bowls anymore. Well, anyway, shoes. <laughs> as far as Maddie D goes, yeah. uh, the, he doesn't have plans. That's the thing about this yeah. announcement. Well, who, does? Yeah, who does? Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next February either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for you. will get that big time auto racing. We'll be right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast 
set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go with yeah, it. go with it. Hey. Just go with it. Hey, Mr. Kelly, I'm going to write down on this little <laughs> slip of paper. I'm going to write down the name of the fella who I think will uh, will emerge as the 2018 Cup Series champion, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, which quite a mouthful. We won't be saying that for a whole long time, though. <laughs> Don't you worry. How long does it take you to write it down? My goodness. All right. Okay. All right, Mr. Gavin Kelly out of Roscoe, Illinois. He's going to make his pick. Show it to me. Who you got? Who's going to win it all? Damn it. I hate when this happens. That's why I didn't. That's why I said if it happens, it happens. I wrote the same thing. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. I've said he's the man to beat all year. But I. Because I, if I'd said, who do you say? You would have said Kevin Harvick. I would have felt obliged to say. You know Keselowski. Well, I was actually maybe Cobb. I was actually going to put Keselowski. Yeah, but uh, my pen's running out of ink. I didn't have it. <laughs> <Good. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have put Kez. That's good strategy. Could have right been Kez. Yeah. yeah. All right. So but, you you got Harvick, I, and, and if he if for some reason he bombs out in the first three, if Miss three America months, cannot complete her uh, right. appointed duties, then I, uh, uh, I reserve the right to uh, revise and extend my remarks. <laughs> Then you have to go with Kyle, Kyle Busch. Feeling loopy all of a sudden. Yeah. Just flashing back to Chris Schenkel and Nelson Burton Jr. (laughs) Remember the PBA, the Tournament of Champions in Akron, Ohio, at the Firestone Bowling Lanes? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, man. That was good stuff. Yeah. I saw bowl. I was flipping channels around a while back, and they they have stadium bowling now on the PBA Tour. They were like in, I think they were in Milwaukee, of course, that, uh, where the Brewers play. I mean, they got a bowling alley. You, you give, give a you know a free strip of land anywhere in Wisconsin, they're going to pull a bowling lane on it, I think. But uh, but they were bowling right there, right outside the third base dugout. They had two lanes set up, and uh, the bleachers were lo- third base side of the bleachers, at least the bottom part, right. full of people. Yeah, yeah, out stadium bowling. Never thought you'd see that. I bet. Hmm? So that was. Now, just so that I know in my own mind that I'm thinking right, that was like Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, ABC. Yeah. Yeah, it's like about 1 o'clock. Yeah. And then they would uh, – Saturday was a day for uh, Wide World of Sports. Maybe they had PBA on Saturday, and that bled right into – that pre preceded Wide World of Sports with well, Jim McKay. the bowling was a standalone. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't part of the No, 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 no. It was standalone. Because in Wide yeah. World of Sports, they do alpine skiing, and yeah, then they do absolutely. the Firecracker 400, yep. and they yeah. switch. Cliff diving from uh, Guadalajara. Yeah. And it was that was cool, too. I hated that. Oh, no, I hated no, no, cliff but, diving. But the thing was, Scared is me. like, it was... It was. They made it appear like they were covering everything simultaneously. Sure, absolutely. Oh, now we're going to go back to yep. Daytona. Yep. For an update. Now to Brussels, where Jean-Claude Keeley <laughs> will try to beat his personal best in the men's downhill. Um, oh, you just don't know. I think it was. I think it was. I think if I remember right, Saturdays were. It was around eleven or noon. It was uh, Gordon Soley and Championship Wrestling yep. for Florida. PBA, Wide World of Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Boy. so uh, I, when did I ever go outside? And I'm beginning play? to wonder that myself. I feel like I watch it every Saturday, but that can't And where be the were truth. my parents? <laughs> are they allowing this crap? They were sleeping it off. <laughs> I guarantee you they were sleeping it off. 
Both our parents, I think. Uh, all right, here we go. We're going to play the birthday game. You ready? All right, okay. All right, Gob and Kelly, every week about this time, we uh, tried out uh, racing-related birthdays for the coming week, starting today. And he's remarkably good at guessing how old these people are. To the, fact, to the point that I think he cheats. Sometimes. All right, today, Wednesday, as we sit here, September 12, 2018, is uh, we will say happy birthday to Ricky Rudd. Now, you can take a shot at uh, how old he is. I, you could color me surprised because I didn't think he was uh, at, at, at – I was wrong. Let me just put it that way. You were wrong? I was wrong when I saw it. Not that I guessed at all, but yes. Ricky Rudd. He had a record, didn't he, one time for winning, winning at least one race in so many yeah, consecutive he, he, seasons? Yeah, he got one win. Yeah, he yeah. always get a win. Right so, up until he didn't. Right until he didn't. Yeah. Before he did. Yeah. <laughs> so – uh, I'd say old Ricky's probably sixty. Pretty good, sixty-two. I was that surprised me. That all that did was tell me how long he's been gone. It seems like it hadn't been that long. No, but he's been gone longer than we thought, and he yeah. was around forever. Started as a teenager. Yeah, he had that sandy blonde hair, which yeah. made him look totally weird yeah. in the garage area. Always. Yeah. He never, all right. You know who else birthday it is today? Uh, the daddy of a current racer, Ken Reagan. Ken Reagan? Ken Reagan. Remember, Unadilla, Georgia, ran uh, ran a lot of NASCAR races back in the 70s, I believe he did. Ken Reagan. Ken Reagan. You Ken. still see him around the garage all the time, hanging out around, his, uh, around Dave Reagan's hauler. Wow. And he wasn't young when he was racing back then, he, comparatively. So I'll say 71. 68. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're not bad. But I'm, it's hard to believe that Ken Reagan's only six years older than uh, Ricky Rudd. Yeah, that no. is weird. No. I might have to look that one back up. I could be wrong. <laughs> I might have done the math a little wrong. <laughs> Plus, David Reagan's in his late thirties now. I think might be right, but that's yeah. I did. I can do that math, and that's fine. <laughs> as long as he's not in his early sixties, we're okay. Uh, Saturday, crew chief, longtime crew chief, mostly associated with Roush Racing, Mister Jimmy Finnig. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Finnig. Saturday is a big birthday for Jimmy Finnig. 65. Beautiful. I shouldn't have said a big birthday. Yeah, that, that gave it away. Yeah. That gave it away. Yeah. Well, good. You could have said 60 or 70, though. Yeah. But 65. 65 is about, cool. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of went got bumped uh, off into their little plate race uh, well, division, I think. Yeah, he didn't want to do it anymore. He yeah. Didn't so it. they gave him the plate race duties, and what did he do? He turns around and makes a winner of Ricky well, Stenhouse. Look at Tony Gibson. I mean, Tony Gibson's been in-house. It's not a bad niche to have. You only got to deal with four weeks of travel a year. Now look what they're doing. They're screwing that up. He's going to have to go everywhere next year. Or now that he's 65, maybe he doesn't. Uh, I wonder if Jimmy bowls. I think he looks like a bowler. Jimmy? Isn't he from Wisconsin area up there? I think Finnig is a Wisconsin Yeah, he's, I think he's Midwestern, uh, and uh, he used to smoke like a fiend. Well, Perfect. Drink he's, like he definitely a, bowls. Drink like you. Strike so, two. Yeah. <laughs> he's got two out of three. If he owns a ball, he's in. All right, Monday, this coming Monday, this one you're going to get. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson, this coming Monday, has a birthday. The mean the 43-year-old seven-time Jimmy champion? with a – did you – what did you say? 43? You got it. He'll be 43 on Monday. Now, we don't usually uh, – we us- we don't usually uh, wake the dead here and, uh, and, and ask for uh, birthdays of those who have departed. But – 
Also yeah. next Monday would have been a birthday for uh, one of our old favorites. Uh, he, he passed away in 1984. Leroy Yarbrough. Leroy. Leroy Yarbrough has been gone 34 years now. Uh, what birthday would this be for him if, if he were still with us next Monday? Tragic wow. story. Go read it for yourself. Sad. <laughs> Just bad. Yeah, go read it for yourself. Sad. In your day. Bring a little doom and gloom to your day. Well, he he's probably the first guy that you could say had that CTE thing. Yeah, that's what they're. That's yeah. the theory. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'd say eighty. Unbelievable! How good he is. Yeah. Cheater. Hey, I even took my glasses off so yeah. that I couldn't see. All right, we got one more day, two more birthdays next Tuesday, six days from today. Doug Yates. Doug. Doug Yates, Robert Doug. Yates' boy, who took over the Yates engine. Maestro Doug. duties. Doug. Yeah. Yep. 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 Just by coincidence, I'm going to say since Jimmy Johnson was the last guy, I'm going to say 48. A little bit off on that one. 51. Doug Yates. Oh, uh, okay. 51. He looks younger. He's he a youthful does. looking. Yeah. Slim and trim. Nice cropped hair. Boris said next Tuesday, not does not have close cropped hair, but he is long and lean. Said said. Yep. Mm, what Boris. Did, what did Boris say? Said? Said? Boris? Said, said. Next Tuesday. Oh, I'm supposed to come up with an answer? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking out the window. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. Uh, 53. 56. <sighs> Next Monday, Boris. I'm say 56. Is he from California? Boris said? I believe he's from California. Why I don't you? know. Right. You got anything to say before we go? Uh, where do they find you on the Twitter? At uh, Hey Willie NJ, as in News Journal. All right. Or New Jersey. And uh, I'm but at, I don't tweet anymore. I'm so. at Godwin Kelly. And uh, if, you have a, if you have a pressing question you want answered, hashtag Hey Willie. Hey Willie. Yeah. And that's it for me. All right. That's all for us. Till next week. Thank you. Title and description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.